went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Hmm, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. The truth is still out there. Is the answer really 42? The optimum angle for white light to refract through water and thus form a rainbow is between 40.89 and 42 degrees. The number 42 was the first number to be retired from any professional sport. It was worn by Jackie Robinson, the man that broke the color barrier. There are two physical constants in the universe that are the speed of light and the diameter of a proton. It takes light 10 to the minus 40 second power seconds to cross the diameter of a proton. Because Google says so. So what is the question, you ask? Let's hunt that together. Welcome to the Breaking Broncos podcast, part of the Answer is 42 network. My name is Daniel Wetson II, and I am your host. We are brought to you today by AmericanBettingExperts.com and BetMGM. Today is our initial show to kick off things with the Broncos set to face the Titans this Monday. Today we will be breaking down the game, injuries, and going over the best bets for Monday night. So strap in and let's get to it. We're going to start off the show with the bad. That way we can get to the great. On Tuesday during practice on the last play of the day, Von Miller rolled his ankle. At first the team hoped he would just be down for a few weeks with a tweaked ankle, but after an MRI on Wednesday, it was determined that he had completely torn a ligament in his ankle and he has already scheduled surgery with Dr. Andrews in Green Bay, and I'll let Coach Fangio explain exactly what happened on the play. Soundbite credit goes to DenverBroncos.com. It was just a normal play. He was just he just rushed around the edge and never hit the ground, never looked bad. If you saw the video, you'd think nothing happened and but it did. As you heard from Coach Fangio, this was a freak accident. It was just the ultimately unlucky play that could ever possibly happen in a practice. And unfortunately, it has also been considered a season ender as the initial recovery period will be about three to four months. So this is going to be completely disheartening for all Broncos fans. As by all accounts, Vaughn was set to bounce back from the subpar by his standards anyways, 2019. So just listen to Coach Vic also talk about why he was so bummed about the entry. Again, soundbite credit goes to DenverBroncos.com. Just my own personal feelings were, you know, I, I was sad when it happened for a lot of reasons. One, for mainly for Vaughn, because Vaughn has had a hell of an offseason. I kind of reiterated that to you guys many times. I didn't see him, obviously, in the offseason. But I talked to him a number of times in the offseason. And, you know, when you don't see some with your own eyes, you're hesitant to believe or buy in. But I could just tell by the way we were talking, the things he was doing, that he was had a mindset that he was going to come out and have 
a hell of a season. And when we finally did get back together, it was true. And so I'm sad that he's not going to be able to get the season that he worked for because it would have been fun to watch for me, for him, for you, for everybody. So I know a lot of people are trying to downplay this injury and say it's not such a big deal because he's not a QB, but this is not your normal non-QB. The lines at every legal sports book from FanDuel to William Hill have moved the line for both the money line and the spread so much that it took the Denver Broncos from slight home favorites to slight underdogs. And this was before the news of the Cortland Sutton injury was released on Thursday. So yes, Miller is not the only Broncos superstar to go down in a 48-hour period between Tuesday and Thursday of this week ahead of their home opener here on Monday Night Football. Now, thankfully, Cortland's injury does seem to be much less serious. According to Adam Schefter of ESPN, he was injured on a non-contact drill. It was just him against the air, and he stretched out and dove for a catch like he just does. The man just can't help it. Even in practice, he's got to show out, and he landed awkwardly on his shoulder and sprained his AC joint. Now, he is listed to day-to-day with an official designation of questionable ahead of Monday's game. So, unlike Vaughn, the Denver Broncos should be able to get him back sooner rather than later. This injury's recovery time varies on severity. Sutton could show up and play Monday and be fine, or he could be out a couple of weeks. It just really depends on how badly he sprained that joint. But again, he did not dislocate it, so he should be back much, much more quickly. Now, we all should hear more around probably late Saturday, early Sunday, if there's any type of update on his injury status. More than likely, you probably won't hear anything until game time. He'll be a game time decision. They're going to let him go through these next few days, getting some treatment, getting things worked out, hopefully get the swelling down. If there is any, like we don't really have many details because this is quite fresh news. I mean, I'm recording this here on Thursday night. The news came out Thursday afternoon. So there's not many details, but it has been confirmed. He has had an MRI and it is just a AC joint sprain, not a dislocation. So unlike Vaughn, he's not going to be going on the IR. He'll just be sitting on the sidelines until he's healthy enough to go out there and be able to contribute. So there's a little bit of a silver lining as they could have actually lost two of their superstars for the entire season or at least a good chunk of it but it looks like they're only going to lose one for a long period of time and the other one's going to be back fairly quickly with thankfully not as serious as an injury as it looked on the field now since we've been on the subject of who may or may not be available for monday night let's go ahead and switch the topics to something more positive and start talking about the monday night football game coming up on monday night on espn as the second part of a doubleheader that they do every year to kick off the football season. The Broncos have a bit of a chip on their shoulder, not just from the disrespect they've gotten over the last four years because of how poor they've played, but they also have a specific player with a chip, and that's Jarrell Casey. He is a ex-Tennessee Titans defensive lineman that was traded to the Broncos in the offseason for a seventh-round pick. The reason that he has such a chip on his shoulder is because this is a perennial Pro Bowl defensive lineman. He has five straight Pro Bowls to his credit. And he was just a cap crunch. The Tennessee Titans had to create some cap space to try and make some moves in free agency, which they did when signing Vic Beasley Jr. and Jadavian Clowney just here recently to shore up the pass rush, which was one of their biggest Achilles heels last year, especially defensively. With that being the case, they didn't even have the courtesy to actually let Jarrell know. 
And that's why he has such a big chip is because he had to learn it from his agent. But we're not going to go any farther into that because I'm going to take a deep dive into that later. But the reason I wanted to bring him up is because his run defense is going to be a extremely valuable part of the game plan. Because the Tennessee Titans are going to run away from Bradley Chubb as much as possible. Derrick Henry does not want any part of a Bradley Chubb that is angry and out to prove that he is fully back from that torn ACL he suffered last year and cost him all but four games. And also, when you add in the fact that even though Henry is the reigning rushing champion with over 1,500 yards last year, and we all know what he did in the playoffs, he has struggled mightily in two games against Denver. Henry ran for 12 times for 42 yards, backing up DeMarco Murray as a rookie in a Titans win in December 11th of 2016, and he was also held to just 28 yards on 15 carries in a 16 to nothing loss to Denver just last October. That Yes, the same year he had over 1,500 yards against everybody else, he could only muster 28 yards against a much less stingy run D of the 2019 Broncos. You obviously see Henry's got a chip, Jarrell's got a chip. So this should be a really fun matchup to watch. Is Derrick Henry going over the right tackle and having to fight through a mixture of Jarrell Casey and Mike Purcell? So that's that's going to be the most important matchup to watch in this game is the right tackle and right guard of the Tennessee offensive line and the defensive end and defensive tackle of the Broncos, which would be Jarrell Casey and Mike Purcell, as that is going to be where they're aimed at, along with whoever the back, the replacement is for Miller. It's more than likely going to be Jeremiah Atachu after all that he did last year in the replacement of Bradley Chubb when he went down and the offseason that he's had uh, there's been just constant reports of Jeremiah showing out in practice and really solidified solidified the depth of the pass rush group uh, there in Denver there's going to be an obvious downtick defensively for the Broncos as they lost Von Miller I don't believe it's going to be as bad as the way it's depicted by sports books, it's just, as we discussed earlier, this has been completely insane to watch the lines move as much as they have for a non-quarterback injury. I get it that Miller is an amazing pass rusher. He's one of the greatest of all times, and he's one of my favorite players to have ever watched and covered in any capacity. So there's obviously going to be some type of a drop-off there. But I do believe with the additions of the Jarrell Casey's, the step forwards that will be taken by the Draymond Jones and uh, the Shelby Harris's of this roster. And I believe Mike Purcell is going to take a major step up in his second year as a starter where he gets to start from the beginning all straight out the gate. And I believe that all of this is going to help not completely replace Miller, but it's going to offset him enough that Drew Locke and this offense is going to be able to score points on a Tennessee defense that is going to be limited, especially in the pass rush, by two players that we mentioned earlier, Vic Beasley Jr. and Jadavian Clowney, as both are going to be on a snap count, to say the least. 
Jadavian Clowney just signed his contract with them about a week and a half ago, so he hasn't even gotten any practices yet. He hasn't even made it through the COVID-19 protocol. And so he'll, he'll make it there by Monday, but just to tell you just how little he's going to play is how little he's practiced. And then also Vic Beasley Jr. spent the entire offseason on the non-football injury list and just passed his physical on September 5th that allows him to play on Monday night. And add in the altitude of Denver, they're going to be on a serious snap count. So I don't see Tennessee being able to get to Drew Locke the way that they would if, the, if this was a couple of weeks further into the season. So I think that's going to be really advantageous for the offense that is going to be able to torch a secondary that I believe is truly limited for the Tennessee Titans. And Jerry Judy and hopefully Cortland Sutton are going to have a day. Cortland's not there. Judy is going to go off. He's going to get the majority of the targets. And I honestly believe that this is going to end up with a Broncos win. It's not going to be as lopsided as I believed it would be to begin with, simply because of the losses of Miller and potentially Sutton. And it will end with a Denver win 24-17. That is my prediction. So Broncos fans, even though you've had a bit of a bad break over the last couple of days, don't get too down on yourselves as you should be able to enjoy at least a win come Monday night. Speaking of wins, now it's time to pay the bills. So stick around after the break while we talk about Clay Matthews, Von Miller replacements, and rookies. I just want to make sure if you are wanting to use my picks or just make your own, make sure you give our sponsor BetMGM a look. Just download the app and use promo code ABONUS, that's A-B-E, BONUS, to get free bets. Also, follow all of us betting experts from AmericanBettingExperts.com on Twitter for weekly competitions and free money given away constantly. Just follow at C-O Sports Fans, that's sports with an S, and DM them for details. Zimbabwe. The broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm ups. Foul, foul. Throw in the towel. History, history. Switch to progressive today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. And welcome back to everybody that decided to stick around and help me keep the lights on. The first topic that we're going to go ahead and tackle here in this second block is going to be the controversy that had popped up over the last 24 hours regarding Denver Broncos and Clay Matthews. The reason that this came about was obviously the Von Miller injury happened and the Broncos need to replace him with somebody. And Clay Matthews was probably the best pass rusher available uh, when they were out there looking. So they reached out. They had some conversations. Things didn't work out. That wasn't the controversy, though. The controversy came from when Adam Schefter decided to post up on Twitter that Denver expressed interest in signing former Rams and Packers linebacker Clay Matthews, but was told he is not going to play, per source. 
Matthews would have been a strong replacement for the injured Von Miller. And in rebuttal to that, Clay Matthews III stated on Twitter with a retweet, I never said this at Adam Schefter. We recently had communication with the Broncos, but were unable to come to an agreement with two rat emojis afterwards. And the reason I want to talk about this also is because Clay, yes, he would have been a pretty strong replacement for Von Miller, but I don't believe he would have been a starter to replace Von Miller. He would have been a situational pass rusher. And the reason that I say this is because of the serious falling off of a cliff and downturn that Clay Matthews had last year. Even though he did have eight sacks and that was solid, he only had 37 tackles as a starter, which are the second fewest he has recorded in his career and the fewest he has totaled in a season in which he has played at least 13 games. So that right there tells me that his explosiveness, his strength, that just uncanny athletic ability with an unmatched ferociousness has completely left this man. He would have been a good situational pass rusher, but it is not the end of the world that the Broncos did not sign this man. He is way past his prime, would not have done enough to replace Miller. He would have done something to help offset it, but no, by no means in any way, shape, or form would this man have done anything to really make you forget about Von Miller. With that being said, let's go ahead and make a little segue into talking about potential Von Miller replacements. Now, I want to start off by prefacing that none of these options are going to replace the production of Von Miller. What I am talking about is them replacing his roster spot that has been open since he's been put on the injured reserve and why they reached out to Clay Matthews. The internal options we've already discussed of Jeremiah and Malik there's also a third internal option, which is Derek Tuska. He was a seventh round draft pick by the Broncos in this past draft, and he was the most productive pass rusher coming out of Baylor in decades. So he has a lot to give when it comes to the pass rush, but he needs to bulk up. He is quite small for an outside linebacker in a 3-4 defense, and even Vic Fangio has said that he needs to pack on some muscle and gain some strength. So I don't see them immediately bringing him up from the practice squad unless they absolutely have to and they can't find anything before Monday. But the two options that I like that are still available... The first one is a former top 10 pick by the Miami Dolphins when he came out of Oregon, and that is Deion Jordan. He was an absolute athletic freak that just completely blew up the combine. People had him in the first round before the combine, but after the combine, and he just blew the doors off of every single drill, he ended up sneaking into the top 10 and being picked by the Miami Dolphins. He never really panned out, though. He's never had more than four sacks in a season, and that came in 2017 as a member of the Seattle Seahawks. With the Dolphins, he had a total of three sacks in three years, and his 2016 season was completely wiped out by injury outside of four games that he didn't even play in. He was just a backup that never even saw the field. Obviously, there's some risk there, but there's also a ton of talent, and it's a Vic Fangio special to take these former high first round draft picks that flame out other places and just turn them into stars like Prince of Mukamara and just all of the Dome Patrol defense back when he was with the New Orleans Saints uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. 
The other option that is available out there is Jabal Sheard. He's a more veteran option and a much more consistent option. He would he doesn't have the upside of a of a Deion Jones who could possibly, if he reaches his potential, actually replace the production of Miller. This is more of a safe choice that you know what you're going to get. It's nothing spectacular, but you're going to get a hard-nosed football player that's going to play every down with everything he has, and he's going to give you consistent production as he's not had less than four and a half sacks in a single season in the last five years. So he's going to go out there. He's not going to, again, not going to wow you, not going to fill up the stat sheet, but he is going to give you a consistent effort and a consistent production that you can rely on. And you're not worried. Is this going to be one of those games where he just turns it off? Cause this man's motor never stops. And it's another thing that endears me to him. I've seen the way he played in Cleveland and new England and Indianapolis. So he's been not only in a place where he was led to be, you know, a somewhat star in Cleveland because there wasn't really much else around him, but he's also been in places that he's had to produce, like New England, where he had eight sacks in 2015. So there's definitely potential out there. This market is very, very thin at this point for obvious reasons, but there are still, as you can see, some solid options that can at least add some depth. So that way it's not all just thrown on Malik and Jeremiah. Well, it's that time again. Stick around after the break, and we're going to go ahead and break down all the best bets you can find on BetMGM for the Broncos. I just want to make sure if you are wanting to use my picks or just make your own, make sure you give our sponsor BetMGM a look. Just download the app and use promo code ABONUS, that's A-B-E, BONUS, to get free bets. Also, follow all of us betting experts from AmericanBettingExperts.com on Twitter for weekly competitions and free money given away constantly. Just follow at C-O Sports Fans, that's sports with an S, and DM them for details. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I'm not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressive da Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressive and sa. Mm-hmm. We could saw enough to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressive to da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da 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 These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I'm Robert J. Conti III, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. Speeding is a problem in D.C. Less traffic has resulted in higher speeds and tragically too many deaths. Make no mistake, speeding can be deadly. Posted speed limits are set, not just for your safety, but others too. Our duty to keep the community safe includes D.C. roadways. We remain focused on speed enforcement. The good news, there is a simple solution. Always obey posted speed limits. And thanks again for sticking around here at Breaking Broncos Podcast with me, Daniel Wettstein, your host. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into some fun and just talk about some of the best bets that I have found on our sponsor, BetMGM.com. The first one that really stuck out to me was one that just seems like it's too good to be real. And what that is, is the Broncos to score more than 13 and a half first half points. That just means that they have to score two touchdowns before halftime. I do not see this Tennessee Titans defense being able to just dominate the Broncos offense in in power field, regardless of fans or not. I just don't see that happening. So it just seems like it's easy money. So I am definitely taking that and putting everything that I have towards it 
within reason, of course. The next one that's going to pop out and should to everybody is just going to be simply the money line. The money line due to the injury to Von Miller and also the scare of Cortland Sutton on Thursday has moved the line to a very advantageous plus 110. So it's put them as the underdog as we discussed earlier. So I'm jumping all over that as well. That's just an easy way to go ahead and double, well, more than double up your money because we're at plus 110 above the plus 100. That would just simply double your money. So go ahead, please jump on that, pound that all day long. There's also some great spreads that they have as well. Uh, Not just the normal spread that pretty much everybody has is, the Broncos at plus one and a half. They actually have everywhere from negative one and a half to plus one. And the most advantageous that I can see out of all of these is going to be the Broncos at negative one and a half, which just means that they have to beat the Tennessee Titans by at least two points at plus 120. That's another one that I'm going to go ahead and hammer on. So definitely jump on that one as well. Then you also have the over-under is currently set at 41. That does seem a bit low when you add in the fact that defenses are going to be a little behind offenses in the fact that they haven't hit anybody yet so their tackling form is going to be poor you're going to see a lot of missed tackles you're going to see a lot of plays that defenses would normally make are not going to be made because they just simply haven't had the live bullets fly so they don't really have the ability to put the pressure on the way that they normally would so with that over under being set at 41 points I'm really wanting to take the over, uh, which right now is set at 106. So, a negative 106. I should be specific on that. It's still a very advantageous line at 41.5 points and negative 106. So, that's another bet that I'm going to jump on and, and pound that away as well. Now, there's also several different alternate over-unders, which are absolutely wonderful and I love about BetMGM is they really do a great job of making sure that they offer you not just what they want to offer you, but give you options and myriads of options that a lot of sports books just don't want to offer. So they have anywhere from a line of 31 and a half to 50 and a half. That range is anywhere on the over at the 31 and a half is at negative 334. And the 50 and a half is at plus 240. You can really start to play around with this. I'm going to stick at the 41 and a half. That just seems like a good number to be at to take the un- to take the over on and still get a good profit. Obviously, you could take these other ones like 38 and a half is still pretty good at negative 143 or 39 and a half points is still good at negative 134. So. You can really play with those in the unders. I mean, they're just the opposite, essentially. You got the negative 304 at 50 and a half and the plus 260 at 31 and a half. I would be very careful once you get into the 30s and taking the under. The lowest in the 30s I would take the under on would be 39 and a half. Because, I mean, there is a chance that the offenses just come out sluggish and they can't get anywhere and there's just penalty after penalty after penalty. And so you have those issues that screw up the flow of the game and 
drives and ends drives prematurely. So you may have that possibility of grabbing that under, which would be a pretty nice payout at plus 110. So if you're feeling a little frisky and you don't trust that either of these offenses are going to be able to do anything, that would be a good under to take. Really, those are going to be the only ones that I'm going to really put on this podcast for y'all to grab because they're the ones that I feel the most confident in. Now, there's a ton, I mean a ton of other options here and more come out every day as they add different overs, unders, winning margins, uh, how many points will each team score in each quarter, half, etc. And then when game day comes, this is a very advantageous thing to know if you don't already know, which is the fact that when game day comes, they will put out the player props right now you can get game props like the over unders and things of that nature but they don't normally put out those player props until the day of competition there's a myriad of different reasons why that is and i'm not going to get into those because it's quite boring and i don't want to completely lose you here at the end but just know that every time you want to get player props just wait until the day of those are going to be the most advantageous there's some books that put them out sooner but the most advantageous lines are going to be day of the game. So make sure that you check back at betmgm.com on the day of the game. And if you haven't already signed up, please go to betmgm.com, sign up, use the promo code ABEBONUS. That's A-B-E-B-O-N-U-S. ABEBONUS. And get your free money. Because not only are you going to get what BetMGM gives you, but you get them. You, ha- you take a, sh- a shout out to at CO Sports fans. That's CO Sports with an S, fans with an S, and they will get you hooked up with some free bets just for using our promo code. That is our show for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I have had an absolute blast speaking to you. Please follow me on Twitter at Dan Wettstein II, and I'm constantly posting. You can find my articles that I write for AmericanBettingExperts.com, as well as you will be able to keep abreast of any new contests that we have coming out that are coming out weekly. And I'll have on there exactly how you can get your free bets, how you can jump into the competition. And that's also where you can find out about the amazing prizes that we will have for you at the end of these competitions. So again, thank you for listening. I hope you'll have an absolutely amazing weekend. And I look forward to seeing you again here next week. Same time, same place. The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and... Sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal. A safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer. (laughs) Piano tuner. Or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.